0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're talking about Paul's throwing in the flesh. We started the series on kicking over sacred cows or rightly dividing the Word of Truth. And we pick for the first subject, Paul's thorn in the flesh, because it is probably the most misunderstood scripture in the whole Bible. So we're dealing with that. I want us to pick up now where we left off in the other session. We're in the 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. And we're talking about the fact that the messenger of Satan was assigned to Paul to buffet him, to stir up trouble everywhere he went. We mentioned the fact that Paul said... "...that lest I should be exalted above measure, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, that he might buffet me." Now, lest he should be exalted above measure, I made a reference to that and gave a scripture in the 11th chapter of John. And let's read from verse 47. "...then gathered the chief priests, the Pharisees, the council, and said, What do we? For this man doeth many miracles." Now, he's speaking of Jesus. And it says, if we let him alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. Now, this is what they said concerning Jesus. Now, this is what I'm speaking in reference to what Paul said here, where he said, lest I should be exalted above measure. See, these people, the religious leaders, said if we leave Jesus alone, then he's going to be exalted to the point that all men will believe on him or believe what he's preaching. Well, that's what Paul was saying here in 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, when he said, lest I should be exalted above measure. Now, there are some that say that the reason Paul had the thorn in the flesh was because he had too much pride. But now, as you study the scriptures out here, as we point out as as we go along, you'll find that that doesn't bear witness with your spirit nor the word of God. Now, let's read verse 8. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now notice what Jesus told Paul. He said, My grace is sufficient. Paul, this thing can be cast out and rid of. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm going to stop and say this because if I don't, somebody's going to get the wrong idea. I did not say that Paul had a demon. He was not demon-possessed. And see, you have to say these things because somebody will misunderstand you and think, well, now, he said that Paul was demon-possessed. No, no, I said that there was a messenger of Satan, an angel of a devil assigned by Satan himself to Paul, To follow him, to go before him, and to stir up trouble every place he preached the gospel. And to keep the gospel from going out and accomplishing what God intended for it to do. But we're going to find out from the scriptures that the demon failed. That Paul took authority over him. And Paul got rid of the thorn in the flesh. Contrary to what most people believe, Paul did get rid of the thorn in the flesh. And he didn't have it all of his life. Now, we get into that just a little further on. But here, when he says he besought the Lord thrice, and he said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now, Jesus said, My strength is made perfect, Paul, when you realize that you're weak and that you can't do it within yourself. Now, that's what he's referring to here. In other words, you're going to have to depend on my grace, Paul. It's not going to be in your natural ability to get rid of this thing. Because there's certain things that Paul just could not do. So he said, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now Paul goes ahead and says this, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now notice he said, I'm going to glory in my inability to control the situation." Now, this is where people get the idea that Paul was sick, because it says infirmities. You see, today, because of the change of words, we get the wrong idea sometimes about some words in the Scriptures. Because, you see, a hospital today is sometimes called an infirmary, where you put infirm people. But in the Bible day, in the Greek word translated infirmity here, is just simply weakness. It means weakness, it does not mean sickness. So Paul was saying, I'll gladly glory in the fact that I can't do anything about it. In other words, it's not up to me to do it. I'm going to have to wait until the anointing of God comes upon me. And then I'll glory in the fact that I can't do it so the power of God will come on me so I can do it. Now I think you can see that if you follow this out through the scripture. But now let's stop right there for just a little bit. I want to carry you into the Old Testament. Go to Numbers, the 33rd chapter, because I know that some say, well, you know, this thorn in the flesh, I'm just sure it was sickness. I'm just sure it was disease or something, you know. Well, let's go to the 33rd chapter of Numbers. There are several places in the Bible that it refers to thorns in the flesh. And none of these places that I can find refer to sickness at all. It's actually just a figure of speech. You know, today we have figures of speech. You say it all time. We have to be careful sometimes what we say because of being negative about it. But you've heard people say, well, I'll tell you, that brother so-and-so just a pain in the neck. I'll tell you, well, he's not really a pain in the neck. But you see, we say that. A pain in the neck. Well, figure of speech. That means he gives you trouble. So, in the Bible days, in the 33rd chapter of Numbers, verse 55, God is speaking to the children of Israel, and He said, But if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side, and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Now, you notice here, he said, there'll be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side. Now, you know here he's talking about people. He's not talking about sickness or a sore eyeball or arthritis or something. (laughs) He's referring to people, the people that you don't cast out of the land. They'll become thorns in your side. Now, here again, this is a figure of speech. Now, go to Joshua, the 23rd chapter, and we find the same figure of speech again. See, it's good sometimes that we run some of these things down and not just look at it and say, I guess that's just what it was, was just sickness or disease. But let's see what the Bible actually said about it. Joshua 23 and verse 13. God said, Know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps unto you, and scourges in your side, and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off the good land which the Lord God hath given you. In other words, he's telling them, if you don't drive them out, they're going to become thorns in your eyes. Well, now, we know that Those people were not walking around with people sticking out of their eyes. I mean, that's ridiculous to think of that, because that's a figure of speech. And then, as we look at that, go to Judges, the second chapter. Here again, we have a reference to thorn. And as I said, in none of these instances is a thorn referred to as sickness or disease. But yet, in religious circles, they tend to call Paul's thorn in the flesh a sickness, or something of that nature. Let's read from verse 2 in Judges, the 2nd chapter. Ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of the land. Ye shall throw down their altars, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have ye done this? Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare unto you. So here again, In reference to the people, he said they'll become thorns in your sides. So when we're talking about thorn in the flesh, we can get away from the idea of sickness and disease because there is no scripture that I know of in the Bible that would even indicate that it was sickness or disease that Paul was referring to as a thorn in the flesh. Now, Quite often, people say, well, we know that Paul was sick. Well, I remember in one occasion, I believe it's in Galatians that Paul said, Galatians, the fourth chapter, verse 13, he says, when I came and preached to you at first that I had a temptation in the flesh. Now, see, he referred to a sickness or to a physical problem as a temptation in the flesh at first, indicating that it didn't continue, That it was not a continual thing that plagued him all of his ministry, like the buffeting of Satan did, or most of his ministry. He did get rid of the buffeting of Satan there before it was all over with. We'll point that out to you in the scripture. But he said, when I came to you at first. So it indicated that it was that way at first, but it was not that way in the end. People say that Paul was sick all of his life, and he could just barely see, and he had all kinds of physical problems. But now, you know, if you study the New Testament, you find out that Paul traveled over the known world at that time twice in his missionary journeys and wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And you know, if he was sick all of his life, he was really going some. (laughs) But I don't find in the scriptures where he was sick all of his life. Certainly, he probably did have some physical problems. But that was not the thorn in the flesh, according to the scripture there's not always going to be somebody around there to help you there's not going to always be a multitude of people around you like you're surrounded with now to believe the same way you believe you may be the only one believing the way you believe so you're going to have to do like paul did and say i'll glory in the fact that i can't handle this myself but you see thank god we're not in ourselves we're in christ I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. We've been talking about rightly dividing the word. Now, this is the last day for our book and CD offer number 7154, God's Creative Power Will Work for You. This little mini-book, it's 30 pages long. There's over 3 million of these in print. In fact, I think it's more like 4 million now. This little booklet will help you renew your mind to the Word of God. It's confessions based on Scripture, so you can confess it aloud, audibly, hear yourself saying what God said. You know the Apostle Paul said, the Word is nigh you, it is in your mouth and in your heart. First it's in your mouth before it gets in your heart. So you speak it there. That's the way you get it there. It's the mini-book plus a single CD, where I've narrated the book plus the confessions. Now the confessions start out with, I am the body of Christ, the enemy had no power over me, overcome evil with good, I am of God and have overcome the wicked one, for greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord, your word, your spirit. They comfort me. I am far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. Well, someone may say, yeah, but you know, I have fear, and I'm not far from oppression. That's all the more reason you ought to confess that you have no fear, and you are far from oppression. And from terror, for it shall not come nigh you. (laughs) Especially in the day in which we live, you be in the right place at the right time. You'll be far from where the terror takes place. Get this in your spirit. This is available to you. It's the book, the Benny book, plus it has been narrated on an audio CD with the confessions where you can confess them with me as I confess the Word of God. This is for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. That's offer number 7154. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps, reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps.